listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Kelly Jensen. This is the December 2nd, 2022 edition, and I'm going to start off by saying I'm not the biggest holiday person, and in fact, I'd go as far as to say I don't like the winter holidays at all. They're a time of grief for me more than celebration, but now that I've got a kid and one who is especially enamored with all things snow and holiday lights and snowmen and polar bears... I've really found myself trying to not necessarily like fall for the holidays, but instead to lean into the broader winter season. So today, all of my picks for backlist reading are winter themed or with a tinge of holiday theme to them. But before I dive in, here's a reminder that tailored book recommendations would make a really great gift for your loved ones or yourself this season. Your special someone will tell our professional book nerds who we call bibliologists about what they love and what they don't and what their reading goals are and what they do and don't want in their bookish life. Then the bibliologist will get to work selecting books that are tailored just to them. TBR has plans for every budget. You can gift for a single quarter or a whole year. You can give hardcovers in the mail or recommendations only via email. And the recommendations only level is available to people throughout the world. To check it out, go to mytbr.co slash gift and give the gift of reading. That's mytbr.co slash gift. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Let's dive in. My first pick is You Can Go Your Own Way by Eric Smith. And I read a book early in my years as a librarian, and it was called Trapped by Michael Northrup. And it's a book about teens who get snowed into their school and how they have to survive being stuck in about the worst place imaginable. Since then, one of my worst fears has been getting stuck somewhere because of snow. And it's only amplified from that book, even though I am like as far from being in a school setting as you can imagine. But all that is to say, as an intro to this book, is that it manages to take my nightmare and make it sound kind of fun and romantic. This is an enemies to lovers. There's only one blanket romance set in Philadelphia during a surprise snowstorm. Adam is grieving the loss of his father, and one way that he keeps his connection to his dad alive is through his passion and dedication to the family pinball arcade. It's really a dying breed of gaming place, and they are hardly keeping it together, particularly because there's a new super sleek tech gaming franchise popping up throughout the city, and so it's really hard for this pinball arcade to keep up with what's new and flashy and trendy and has money and power. Whitney is 
adrift. She has been dealing with the divorce of her parents and the fact that her father has pretty much voluntold her that she is responsible for his business's social media. He is, as you can probably guess at this point, the owner of a gaming company that has been growing across Philadelphia. That job for Whitney is mostly about her exchanging barbs on social media with the old and dying pinball arcade across the city. But when a surprise snowstorm shows up and Adam and Whitney end up trapped together in Adam's family pinball arcade, things between them, which have always been a little bit rocky, start to soften. Do they have more in common than they think? And maybe can they help each other not only through the storm, but through the challenges both are facing with their families? And of course, hmm, will they find themselves getting cozy with one another even after the storm? This could best be described as a hug in a book. It's it's fun. It tackles some, you know, a harder, heavier, like real life issues, but ultimately it's really fun and there are some real laugh out loud moments. Both characters have great and distinct voices. The secondary characters are well developed and it has a lovely thread about the importance of following your dreams for yourself. That is You Can Go Your Own Way by Eric Smith and I'm sure you have that song now stuck in your head. My second pick is one of my favorite like surprise romances. Um, I'm not a huge romance reader, but when I pick one up and I like it, I always want to talk about it because it's it's so nice to be surprised by genre you don't generally find yourself reading. And so this is one of them, and it's Ten Blind Dates by Ashley Elston. Fellow Sophie, who has very overprotective parents, and now that her sister is pregnant, and we're talking like very pregnant, they have become even more overprotective. It's Christmas break, and her parents plan to spend the last weeks of the year near her sister because her sister is at the hospital and in a precarious place with her pregnancy. So Sophie is really looking forward to the freedom of not having her parents around, and she's also looking forward to making out as much as she can with her boyfriend, Griffin. However... Griffin decides to break up with her unexpectedly, and now Sophie needs to make new plans. So this is where we cue the decision to spend break with her grandparents. Her large and loud Sicilian family will be with her grandparents, and she can think of nothing more comforting than spending time with them. Especially she grieves the loss of her relationship and tries to calm her nerves about what's going on with her sister. So knowing that Sophie needs some cheer, her grandmother devises this plan over the holiday break. Every one of her family members will set Sophie up on a blind date over the next 10 days. It'll get her out of the house and let her have some fun. And maybe, maybe she'll even meet the next love of her life. Sophie is on board, but she's definitely nervous. Some of her family members have what could best be described as eclectic tastes. And who are they going to set her up with? Like, what kind of wild dates is she going to be going on? And what happens when Griffin unexpectedly shows up again, regretful for the breakup and wanting Sophie back? This is a really fun read about family. Sophie's got a great family, and they come together in the story to help cheer her up in clever and funny ways. The dates throughout the book range from super romantic to super weird, though there are a lot of laughs throughout, and Sophie herself is a really well-fleshed character, and the relationship she has with her older sister is really wonderful. Pick this one up if you like Jenny Han-style stories, and if you want a holiday-themed winter story that doesn't necessarily focus on the holidays, and if you want to be part of a big, boisterous Sicilian family for a bit. And that is Ten Blind Dates by Ashley Elston.
And then my final pick is something quite different from the other two um, in terms of tone and feel, and that's Turtle Under Ice by Julia Del Rosario. And this one explores grief, kind of like the other two do, but in a very, very different way. So Ariana has disappeared, and her sister Ro is the first to discover this when she wakes up during a snowstorm with a fresh blanket of winter snow. Her sister's missing, and she can't find any clues to where Ariana may be. It's a story told in two voices and verse about grief and the ways it can manifest and emerge so differently for every person. When Ro and Ariana's stepmother loses her 12-week pregnancy, Ariana really spirals into grief as the wounds of losing her own mother six years before and, and being the person with her as she died. Ro has also found a lot of sadness welling up inside her again, but she takes it out by turning deep into her love of soccer. So for her, whenever she's on the field, she really feels her mother's presence with her. With the help of her friend Kennedy, Ro starts to look for her sister, and it's here we see the wells of her sadness really emerge, especially as Kennedy gets a little overbearing about what is going on in their family. So Ariana's voice is present in the story, though it's told primarily through flashbacks. She's hopped on a bus, and we know that there's a piece of art in her lap. A few stops in, a former best friend of hers gets on the bus, and she begins to share the story of the dissolution of their once close connection. Ariana wants to be so mired in her grief that she can't understand that other people, including this friend, Alex, deal with their personal losses in really different ways. Ro does eventually find Ariana, and the end of the book is this really beautiful reflection of friendship and sisterhood and the ways that loss and sadness can tie and unite people as much as they can hurt and divide them. So Rosario just nails grief so perfectly, offering up the ways we can be cruel and isolating toward others as much as we can be really comforting and we can be comforted by loved ones through the things we cherish. For Ariana, it turns out that art is therapeutic in a way she never anticipated until Ro shares how much pouring herself into soccer has meant her mother is with her all the time. The verse is really well written. The story is tightly told over a period of less than a single day. But within that day, we see this large expanse of life for both Ro and Ariana. Both are girls of color who are part Filipino, and their ethnicity is something that really furthers the power exploring grief here. It's not something that's palatable or clean or easy or even consumable as we can often see in the white media and through research on what grief looks like. This is a, a messy, hard and challenging book, but one that is so, so rewarding. And that is Turtle Under Ice by Julia Del Rosario. And that wraps up today's show featuring your winter but not necessarily holiday themed YA picks. Thank you so much to our sponsor and thank you to our audio editor Jen Zink and thank you to you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We really appreciate your review and those reviews help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, I am on Twitter until it 
is no longer a place, and I am there at Veronica Kelly Mars. In the meantime, happy reading.